With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That's the sound of the... Here we go again. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Before I start, has a team ever come back from down 0-2 in playoffs history? Burbank, Hank, can you answer that question for me before we start the show? Has a team ever come back from down 0-2 in playoffs history before? Not that I can think of. Oh, really? Not that I can. Wait, I'm not done yet. Wait. Oh. Not that I can think of. Mm. Not that I can think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you say, you said not that I can think of three times? Well, no. I mean, we're gonna do it the third time. So yeah. All right. So I'm looking up. Uh, I'm going to landofbasketball.com. Ooh, best I never. Whoa, stats, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. NBA. The Ooh, best okay. stats. Landofbasketball.com. I'm writing it the, down. The best stats. So it turns out. Okay, according to landofbasketball.com, the last time. A team was down 0-2 in the playoffs and came back and won the series was about 32 hours ago with the Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) And then the time before that was about 76 hours ago. These Clippers. These Clippers have done it twice. Oh, my gosh. Let's see if the third time's a charm. I mean, obviously, I think we can do it again. Look, man, we – oof. I really thought we were going to grab that one. Really thought we were going to grab that one. Oh, my God. You think? Yeah, of course. We hung in there. We hung in there against a barrage in the third quarter. They made their big third quarter push. They well, made their big third quarter push. Yeah. I thought we were going to hang in there. We did. But, no, you know, yeah. it just seemed like we could not make a three unless we were down five. And if we were down three, we could oh, yeah. not make a three no, to no. tie. We just couldn't not make a all. three to tie. Can we just talk about the final 10 seconds and just spend, like, you know, basically the entire show on the final 10 seconds? You don't want to keep talking about our 23% shooting from the three? (laughs) No, I don't. I don't want to talk about any of the quarters because (laughs) none of them mattered. Like, we played horribly and literally had a one point lead and should have been the three point lead with 0.8 seconds left. And so, okay, so here's the thing Paul George. Playoff P hits the shot that we need him to hit to break Lawler's law and put us up by just one, just one. And now it's Suns ball in former boy band star Devin Booker. His this is true. His boy band was called Raw Emotion. The the boy band no longer exists. He was an excellent singer, but a pedestrian dancer. And you're never going to find that on Land of Basketball. <laughs> no, no, no. Why would you? <laughs> P.S. Welcome why to Sean Chris Kawhi. Why would you with look me for as it? always? Is perfect. <laughs> but anyway, Pat Beverly somehow does the most Pat Beverly thing, and we're not even talking about the concuss or whatever. Oh, we'll get the there. But we're going to we'll get, get there. there. Pat Beverly knocks the ball off of Devin Booker's hand. Clippers ball. Clippers ball with six seconds left. Not even. I mean, not even. There's not even six seconds left. I think it was around six seconds left. I think it may have been eight, but go ahead. We get the ball back. We're up one. 
We get the ball to PG-13. He runs backwards, gets fouled by DeAndre Ayton, goes to the free throw line to basically ice the game. We're up one. Paul George misses his first free throw. Paul George misses his second free throw. And you, it, it, I mean, the question for me to you is, does that wipe away everything he did up until that point? And no, gave us I, well, look, the W. Because mm, it cost us mm, the game. Yeah, so let me say this first of all. I was a little bit behind watching the game, so I was I mean, aggressively fast-forwarding through commercials on my DVR. And sure. when I got to the free throws, I was like, automatic, and was sort of fast-forwarding. And I was like, oh, oh what's wrong with my fast-forward button? The, <laughs> no, the, games, the ticker, the the ticker game, didn't go something's up. Something's wrong with my clicker here. Something's <laughs> the, wrong with my clicker. The clicker. Uh, well, listen, if I'm being fair, if I'm being fair, if yeah. I'm being fair uh-huh. um, you know. It costs us the game. It cost the, us the game. I mean, does Paul, it wash you, you away could argue everything. way before that that Paul George going one of eight from three didn't help us? And it was a game where the Suns were ice cold from three. They went they went six of twenty six. By the way, I got those stats backwards. We didn't shoot twenty three percent from three. They did. We Yikes. shot thirty eight percent for three. It's just that they crushed us in the paint. They fully mm. crushed us. In oh the yeah. Paint. Well, Aiton is Aiton has always emasculated Zubats, and that was literally the last play but of the Payne, game. But Payne also was driving the lane, and Bridges was getting in the paint. I mean, they all were having a heyday on Zoo. And, um, Zoo is not great, folks. But he's having problems on both ends of the court, dude. He's once His again, basketball IQ Wasn't is he garbage. also a net zero on the plus-minus last game? Like, he's just he's just a body out there, and he, do, he did get 11 rebounds, which I like. He did get 14 points, which I like. But he is not stopping these dudes he's, he's not, not smart stopping these dudes but no, he has so no, no basketball I, iq he, he doesn't have his he doesn't have his eyes on the ball which is why when paul george passed it to him from the inbound it he didn't even know the ball was coming at him and it went off his shoulder that that was infuriating i mean these feel like closer lo- closer losses than games one and two um oh sure what, what's troubling what's troubling here is that it's not just one player beating us it's not just one player beating us, no, which is what it was in the last two series. Dev- we held oh. Devin Booker to 20 points. Um, I mean, obviously, there were great three-point shooters with Utah and all that. But but no, sure. it doesn't wipe out for me the good things that Paul George did the rest of the game. But also, Paul George went one of eight from three. Right. And so this is another game where I was asking myself at the point where for almost the entire fourth quarter, we were down almost literally three points the entire quarter. What, and we, guys were pulling up from three. Like, we really couldn't drive the lane and draw a foul. We really couldn't come in and shoot a, a you know, sure. 17-footer, little mid-range guy. So, you know, but it's live basketball, and it's easy to armchair quarterback. That's that's literally what we do here on ClipCast. Literally what we do on every episode. <laughs> I mean, one could argue we analysis. armchair point guard. I suppose that's and right. And not armchair quarterback. I suppose that's right. And uh, I just want to double down on this. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Chris Kowild. With me, as always, is Burbank Hank. Hey, hey man, let me ask you something. Does, yeah. did, did, I know he's been playing for a little while. I know uh-huh. he's been playing in the league for a little while. Uh-huh. And, I, and I don't have stats to back this up, so you tell me if I'm misreading this. Okay. Did Rajon Rondo forget there's a shot clock? Am I crazy that like he gets us into shot clock trouble constantly? And is it just I, I, me? Is it the Clippers I, right now? We don't seem to be able to pay attention to the shot clock at all. Is that just great defense by the Suns? 
So are you trying to tell me, did I, and there may have been one that I missed or two, it sounds like, but did, so you're saying, is the problem that Rondo shoots too late in the shot clock or was there a shot clock violation? There was a shot, there's at least one shot clock violation. Okay, there was a shot clock violation. At least one. And certainly, certainly hoisting shots way too late. 100% that. 100% the shot clock running out. What irritated me the most, and it sounds like Rondo's, uh, lack of shot clock manipulation is irritating to you, and and I concur. Tis, Although th- it tis. didn't, that didn't bug me the most. Uh, obviously, I think you know if if ev- everyone is going to pick on Paul George and say, well, he should have hit his free throws. Sure, yeah, he should have. He's an eighty nine percent free throw shooter, but he's also played four games in three days or something crazy like that. I know that the way the NBA scheduled the Clippers postseason is they play five games every afternoon, just back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> Some a lot of them aren't televised. You're not seeing them. Anyway, no, because it's the Clippers. What irritated me the most is that we all knew what was going to happen at the end. DeAndre Ayton was going to catch an alley oop inbound pass and try to dunk it for the win. I mean, it was the I most obvious play. Well, I knew that. <laughs> I, I literally knew that. I was trying not to know it. Armchair quarterback. <laughs> Burbank Hank, an armchair point I'm more guard, of an armchair soccer goalie. <laughs> I think I'm more of an armchair point forward, Chris Kawild. Regardless. Yeah, I'm an armchair whatever the lacrosse position is. A forward. Let's just say forward. Yes. Oh, you know, the, your knowledge of lacrosse is unparalleled. Well, I call it lax. So that's how <laughs> yes, deep I am lax into it. <laughs> in your knowledge. I'm flying out of lax on Thursday. <laughs> oh, name drop. Oh, I'm flying into Dallas Fort Worth. Oh, and then and then I'm going to Atlanta and then LaGuardia. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I'm confused. Anyway, I'm a I, flight attendant. Anyway, you were saying. Uh, you were Everyone saying you on planet Earth yeah. knew what they were going to attempt. Yeah. So. DeMarcus Cousins, okay, you got a big body trying to block that oop, okay. Zubats gets beat with a pick, all right. But <sighs> it was so obvious that's what they were going to do, and I understand, oh, they might pass it to Devin Booker for a quick catch and shoot. I just knew everyone on planet Earth knew that with .8 seconds, you're going to go to DeAndre Ayton. Now... <sighs> They weren't able to stop it, and we all know what happened. It was horrible. It was the worst. Here we are, 0-2 again. Last game, the Suns got the Chris Wilde six-pack. They got the W. What impressed me about that, we played horrible in game one. I, th- I thought we played horribly in game one. They shot 55% field goal. We shot 45%, 10% better than us from the field they were. And yet, and they got the Chris Wilde six-pack, and Devin Booker got a 40-point triple-double. And still, it was a two-point game with 22 seconds left. So, obviously, we are always in these games. Tonight, we had a one-point lead at the free-throw line with nothing left. Paul George misses both free-throws. And we still have a one-point lead with with less than a second left. So, obviously, not only are we in these games, but we should have won at least one of them, arguably, too. Here we are, 0-2, again. Yeah, P.S., P.S., Paul George missed half his free throws tonight. He's 5 of 10 from the free throw oh, line tonight. Oh, the best free throw shooting so team is in that, history. So does, oh. that, does that answer your question for you? No, missing his last two free throws did not wipe out all of his goodwill, but certainly missing three prior to that 
That's that's like that's the nail so, in the coffin. Five so nails in the coffin. So a lot of our a lot of our fans are Clipper haters, which is going to shock you. But a lot of our the fans of our show listen to our show, so they are more knowledgeable about the Clippers. So that what? They can dog. Yeah, oh, a lot of our fans love it. A lot of hey, lot of, how's it going? Metrics. Sure. So I think for the haters out there, you can't call them Pandemic P anymore. You got to call them Charity Stripe P or. CP free throw I'm, or free whoa. throw P. Ho now. <laughs> free throw P. Ho though. Hey now, dude. What are you doing? You get you are a literal Foul. wait a second. You literally make your living by coming yes. up with great turns of phrase. Oh, so you I are disagree. hand you are handing oh, okay. you, you are handing armaments and weaponry yes. to the um, enemy, you scumbag. Um, you turd bird. Uh, <laughs> You go to heck. I want to swear so bad, except that I'm your friend and I don't want you to have to edit it out. But man, frick you, dude. You're giving them like this. Stop. Oh, you know what we should do? You know what we should do at the end of the show when we sound the final horn? You and I should just unleash all the cuss words. No, that might feel bad. Feel better. Might feel feel not bad. Might feel better. Well, who knows? Who knows what to feel? Because I'm I'm devoid of emotion. Well, I'm disappointed. But hold on a second now. This because I'm getting. I, I'm on a text thread with some buddies, and and some of them, I think you've had this experience too. Some of them are Lakers fans who are like, first of all, they they like you and me, and yes. so they are rooting for our for team. The yeah. And some for of us. them, yep. some of them maybe begrudgingly, but they have tr- some of them have truly like gotten behind it. And sure. some of them, fun team to root for. Some of them like to yell "Yay Clippers" on this text thread I'm on because everyone else is doing it, but the second we lose, they rag on. Paul George, and so I just take a breath. Uh, right. But the, but I'll tell you, listener, and you, Chris Kawild, what I told That's them. Me. What there is a reason why they say when you go on the road in the playoffs and win one in, on the road, there's a reason why they call that stealing a game. It's That's because right. it's very difficult to win on the road. And right. I'm not, and I, and listen. I can't wait for the haters to say you guys are making excuses. These aren't excuses; they're reasons. We are not, not down one. We are not down. Wins. We're not down one starter. We're down two starters. We're down two starters who are bigs, who are defenders, and also we had a short turnaround on this series, and they had a week's rest, and we are in their home stadium, and we, and these are encouraging losses if there is such a thing. Now, sure, um, I also believe, unless I'm wrong that we made pretty sizable adjustments from games two to three in both of our previous series where we went down 0-2. Oh, yeah. And I think there's something to be said. I'm, I, look, I'm, I, I haven't talked to Coach Ty Lu because, um, honestly, mm-hmm. we're not on speaking terms lately. Um, <laughs> he said some things. That's not true. Uh, but well, he's I haven't not talked on to him, InstaTwit. But like, he has I would, no InstaTwit page. I, I would not and you have, are an avid InstaTweeter. I'm such an InstaTweeter. Um, I would not. I would. I think there's sound. It's sound to not make huge adjustments when you're close to winning game one coming into game two. And I think we probably will see see some adjustments coming into game three. But I also think. Much like after losing game two versus Utah, I believe we were having this exact same conversation. If even two of the guys who only made one three made two threes, we win this game. Paul oh, George sure. went one free of throws. eight. No, free I'm talking about threes now. No, Paul I know, jo- but free throws too. Paul, yeah, sure. Paul George went one of eight. Reggie Jackson went three of seven. Terrence Mann went one of three. Luke Kennard went two of five. These are not terrible but if I, any of those guys went 50% or if Paul George even made went 25% from three, 
we win this game. Oh yeah. So I so I don't know, man. I I I'm not super discouraged, but I would have really liked to have stolen one, especially with Chris Paul out. You know. Yes, and I'm um, speaking of Chris Paul. We don't know when he's going to come back, and who gives a crap? Because I personally think we all know. The best thing for Chris Paul is to not play and for them to get wins because Chris Paul loves to play and get hurt in the playoffs and cost his team the series. He loves to do it. He's done it year after year after year after year. So this is massive that they were able to withstand these very close games that were right in our grasp, both of them. Both of those games were right in our grasp. Now, we've been in this situation before, and we've been the benefactor of the series in both series, Clippers and seven, Clippers and six. Sadly, it cannot be Clippers and five or four. It's got to be six or seven. But here's the thing. Every day, I always say every day in the postseason is a gift for Clipper Nation, but gang, we're in the final flipping four for the first time in franchise history. It was not going to be easy. It wasn't easy getting here. It only took us 51 years to get here. But here we are. It sucks that we lost, but it is awesome that we lost in the conference finals. So don't sleep on the fact that we're here. Oh my we're gosh, a we Clipper Nation. And we haven't get lost yet. Us. And we haven't lost yet. And and I want to say one more thing no, about Chris Paul. We haven't Chris lost Paul. yet. We're down 0-2. I want to say one more thing about Chris Paul. You know, I understand that he came back not 100%. But when Mike Conley came back, he didn't change the course of the series for the Jazz. No, uh, he did it was not. maybe easier to have an answer in matchup to have an answer for Mike Conley than it was to have an answer for Mitchell. You know what I mean? It was easier to have an answer there. And so I I'm not sure that Chris Paul and please do not take this as me throwing shade at Chris Paul. He's amazing. Well, he's one of the he's one Paul. of the greatest point guards in the history of not in the postseason. The game. But the truth is, <laughs> yeah. it, just because he comes, it's not like he is Kawhi Leonard. Like, it, it Who, by not... the way, is coming back. <sighs> He's great. coming back. He's coming back. Well, it's day to day. Yeah, they keep calling it a sprain. They keep. I keep seeing footage of him with no knee brace on. That no tells knee brace. Me no he's limp. Not hurt. No boot. No bandages. Nothing. Nothing. I'm telling you, this is playoff load management. He is coming back. They didn't need him when they were 2-2 versus the number one seed, and they won and closed him out. They won four in a row. They didn't need him. None of it was an elimination game. It's why you didn't see him. They're being safe. He didn't play game one because we know we don't need a cushion, this team. He didn't play game two because we know he we don't need a cushion. Now, we do need him to come back sooner as opposed to later, and I do wonder if we don't see him in 48 hours. We could see him in 48 hours. We could see we, we could see him. It's not an elimination game, though, so it's not a definite. But he is definitely coming back. I hope it's not for an elimination game. But he's coming back this series. He's coming back. He's definitely coming back. Do you think we start Terrence Mann game three? I mean... <sighs> we need offense. We, but Pat Beverly's been a great answer on Booker, hasn't he? And I mean, Booker, da- Booker darn course, near fouled of course, out. Of course, yes, and also darn near concussed out from a Pat Beverly. He's just a kid from Chicago. Man, that was uh, that was all that, ridi- that was bleed. all quite ridiculous. That was an inadvertent headbutt 
Absolutely. Was, it was an inadvertent headbutt for the love of Pete. Yeah, he, he absolutely didn't aggressively headbutt yeah, him he intentionally. He drew blood on himself. Exactly. But yeah, Payne, so I, Payne 29 points, 8 and 24 points. <laughs> you know what really is going to drive you mad? What? When I, about Charity Stripe P. So, Stop it. Don't start calling it. I got to be honest with you, man. I don't like the nicknames against Paul George. I really like Paul I love George. Him. He's got the, uh, oh, he's got the, the way, whole George, team on his shoulders uh, now. He's the best. He scored the most Clippers points in playoff history in franchise history. So congratulations, already, playoff P. Already. 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 That can't be true. More than it Blake Griffin in the playoffs? True. More than any per Clipper game. ever. Per game. Ever. Combined. Game. Ever. Per, no. Combined. Of course. This is the furthest they've ever gotten. He's led us here. So they've played now 15 games, but he got it last in a game, season. In a season. Not in the an... playoffs. Total. Total. Most Clipper playoff what? points ever. Now, more I. More than Blake Griffin? More than any Clipper. But Paul ever. George has been here like two seasons. That's it. But no, no. This, just this playoffs. Not, I, I believe it's not both playoffs. It's these playoffs. These playoffs. Oh, not in, a, in, in a single in playoffs. In the postseason, uh, he's okay. the highest scoring Clipper ever in any postseason. In a not single all. In a single postseason. postseason. Now I get it. Yes. Now I get now, it. Which makes sense because this is the furthest we've ever gotten. Right? Yes, that does make sense. But, but to his credit, every a lot of other Clippers played 14 playoff games and lost round two, game seven. Some round two, game six. But there were a lot of series that – at least three to my knowledge, that went to round two, game seven. So he scored all, more than all those guys that had 14 games to score a lot of points. So Paul George is your leading playoff scorer in this postseason in Clipper history, which makes sense. It's the furthest we've gotten. So the Clippers shot 75% from the charity stripe, okay? Obviously, when you lose by one, you just make one, you go to OT, you make two, more you win. I'm going to tell you this. Ivica Zubac, six for six from the free throw line. Yeah. Reggie Jackson, two for two from the three free throw line. Rajon yeah. Rondo, two for two. DeMarcus yeah. Cousins, two for two. Yeah. Terrence Mann, one for two. Yeah, he's just a kid. Terrence Mann he's just a second year rookie. the only guy <laughs> other than Paul George to miss a free throw. He's just a second, then, he's a second year rookie, so you can't blame second him. Second year rookie. Love that term. And then I Paul know. George went five for ten, and that basically cost him the game. That sucks. All right, so – I'm, t- I'm here to tell you Kawhi is coming back. And then also, you and I have not really talked about the fact that the NBA has absolutely, and I've always said, oh, it's the scheduling gods once again hate the Clippers. But the it's not the scheduling gods. It's literally the front office of the NBA. And you yeah. and I touched upon it a little last episode where we said, oh, it's all about the almighty dollar and the yeah. television ratings. Father's Day and a Sunday. But it's just so hard to look at the entire month of June, the entire month of June, and see us play every other day. Oh my gosh, it's a checkerboard. It's a it's chess a checkerboard. Board. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's yeah. absolutely nuts. And when Atlanta goes to seven and has two days rest in between multiple round two games, and then Atlanta's game one happens... After our game two, that's such a head scratcher. Why didn't the game seven, Kevin Durant versus Trey Young, why wasn't that the ABC Sunday marquee game? Why did they need a doubleheader flip the channel to ESPN? Ha <laughs> ha, our sister channel. Oh boy. 
Minnie's my sister. Well, it's, it's deeper that makes than it that. Creepy. It's deeper than that, man. The the great narrative about the NBA right now is that this compressed season is has led to all these injuries yes, and that it's yes. it's weakening the product. The product. I mean, yes. J, J, Harden. You know what I mean? Kawhi Leonard, and the list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. Almost every team, every contending team, having a big injury, and so the team that literally is missing the former Finals MVP and right. its starting center, you just mm. can't give them two full days. It should be yeah. a rule: two full days In between series. It should if be you a don't rule. go to seven. If you don't go to seven, so, I, mean, like, I understand a, if you go frankly, to seven even if and there's gonna, another team that's been waiting there for a week and you play 48 hours later, but they, we went to six and then they didn't even give us 48 hours. Why wouldn't you put Brooklyn game seven on ABC and then at least give us the evening game and give us a proper 48 hours? Yeah, give us the night, give us the night game. Give us the night that, game. That is so maddening. And then you literally go, oh, oh. Oh, well, I mean, I guess I know money, the answer. Money, money, money. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's money. I really. Think oh, I don't think they're out to get us. No, I don't think it's that they are out to get us. I think they hate us. The yeah. NBA hates the Clippers, and so the proof is in the pudding. They keep putting us in these games every other day, and there's your proof. They <laughs> hate us. They haven't done it to anybody else. And what's nutty, Hank? Is the pudding? I guarantee you. I don't like nuts in my go, pudding. Back in time to the Denver Nuggets, who won in seven, down 3-1, round one, and then one in seven, down 3-1, round two. They played 14 games to get to the conference finals last year, and they were gassed, and they got beat by the L word in, I think, five or whatever it was. I promise you, if you look at the schedule, even though they're all in a Disney soundstage with zero travel, I promise you, they did not play every other day. I promise you. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I'm not at landofbasketball.com where they've got the best stats. I guess it's our new sponsor. <laughs> We've left the Vivid Seat Studios, and here we are at the landofbasketball.com studios. But I, pro- I mean, literally, even then where it makes sense for them to play every other day since there's zero travel, I guarantee you they didn't. I promise you they didn't. I don't have it in front of me. And they certainly didn't have every other day for a full month because they got eliminated in five or whatever. So it just is irritating and it's a head scratcher. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was a team that played every 48 hours, except for it wasn't 48 hours. That was the salt in our wounds was that they made us play at noon 30. And and I don't mind day games. I truly don't on the, on the grand stage. We've, we've won day games on the biggest stage game seven round one versus Luca was a day game and we won it. You and I were there. It was awesome. When did we have the steak dinner? When, when was that? Was that after game seven? Or, uh, no, I think it was round two, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was it after game seven or was it after round two? Was it in round two? I don't remember. I think it was in round two. It was round two. I don't know. It was our last Hold game on. we went to. The last Let game me we look went it to. Up. Landofbasketball.com. Okay, it was round two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was after game four. Yeah. And we won in six versus the number one seed, and we're going to have to pull it we're going to have to pull a rabbit out of our hats again. So, Hank, can we or do you, first of all, do you think we see Kawhi Leonard back this series? Uh I I do think ha- I don't do have, have a Chris sure. I don't I, 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 I No, I don't. I mean, I I I do think 
I think he'll come back if there's no risk of him detrimentally harming the future of his career. So oh, certainly, if certainly. it's an ACL, if it's strained, this isn't the NBA Finals playing for the ring. So no, it isn't. I, um, so I would be surprised if he came back. He said on this he, show he doesn't care about the Western Conference Finals. He wants to win a championship. That's what he said on yeah, this show. Yeah, I mean, I I just think that's my answer. My answer is I don't think it's a I don't think it's a no brainer that he comes back. But if we found ourselves in the finals, and things were close, and we needed to win a game, I think he might come back. But I mean, the a, dude, ACL is no joke. Like, I don't think you you don't want to be messing around with ACL stuff, MCL stuff, any of that. Well, but I'm I mean, very they encouraged. Say knee, they say knee strain. I, I'm not seeing ACL anywhere. Well, I just see knee strain. Well, nonetheless, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm encouraged that he, I've never seen him wearing any sort of a boot or bandage or anything else like that. Uh, it, I, and I, there's no reason to lie about it. There's no reason to say like um, he's out to not tell us if he's out for the season. Um, there isn't any game play there unless you're going to keep making him available every game. So pl- teams keep ex- preparing for him. That doesn't make any sense. So, you know, I-, I hope he comes back, but I don't think he comes back unless he's really ready and healthy. I don't think he takes risks with his body. We've seen that. I didn't consider tonight a must win. Did you? No. Oh, no. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a road Oh, my gosh. People are so ridiculous, man. People Agreed. are ridiculous. Go Agreed. back over the history of seven-game series. How many times? Like 20 years of being Clippers fans and my almost my entire my entire adult life as a basketball fan watching seven-game series and hearing them say, oh, they really need, would have liked to have stolen one on the road. It's very difficult to win on the road, man. Like everybody sure. got it in, in their the heads because yeah. we've been in pandemic conditions and there wasn't a home court advantage. No, well, there now wasn't. there is again. Right. Now there is again, Clippers Nation. So don't forget that when you're going to the game coming up on Thursday. Remember how loud you were? Remember how loud oh, you yeah. were in that last game? We, we, we need you to be that loud again. And that's how we're going to we're going to also enjoy the home court advantage. You're also sleeping yes. in your own beds. It's that sweet, sweet, yes. home, sweet, sweet home cooking. And we yes. have come and home and hours played away. great they're not, they're at not home. 30, they're not 30 hours and change. They're not they're not a day and a half from now. They're exactly at 6 p.m. We know it. Set your watch to it. Games three and four home court. Yeah. I, now, this I do think is a, a now I do win. think this is a, a must win. Of I do course. think both of these games are must wins. Must I don't, wins, of but I will also say, I mean, I'm not looking at the at the final scores of the entire last series, but these games feel felt even closer than last series. Agreed. I feel like last series, those first two losses, we got close and still lost by like six, ten. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, but it wasn't one, and just off of free throws from a dude who's gassed from carrying the team. So no, I mean I, I the one that the one that comes back to me quickest was when Reggie Jackson got Lawlers but with a lot of time left and then you know they went on a run and we lost by it was not close basically at the end well, but now we kept I'm lo- saying now I'm well, looking at it now I'm looking at it we lost Law, by we lost two, by round 1 Hold no, on I'm no, looking no. I'm looking Jazz we lost by 3 then we lost by 6 then we won right. by 20 some odd then yes. we won by 14 Yes. Uh, then we won by eight. Oh Lord, that's right. We swept, we, we did a backdoor Gen- sweep. Gentlemen's backdoor sweep. Uh, but, gentleman's but, backdoor sweep. But no, but I mean, and, and and the Mavs, 
the Mavs, we lost by 10 in the first game, and we lost by six in the second game. These were, these were, I mean, obviously game well, there one. You go. Game Ten one point was the game, biggest one, right? Yeah, and game one with the Jazz, okay, so we lost our first game by three, but not by one, man. Not by one. And those were late game heroics. We really, this came down to free throws, and we could have won this game. Would I have liked to have stolen this game? Yeah, yes. Yes. Of yes. Course. But this is also the two seed. This is also Devin Booker, who some boneheads are calling the next Kobe Bryant. This is like oh. a really let's strong, say, great bang team. Heads. And let's they, bang we heads. match up poorly against them without Serge Ibaka. Uh, and so let's not forget that Zubats uh, had two to teach. on the regular season, but go on. And, go let's, on. and let's not forget, and yeah. let's not forget that Batum had to basically watch tape and learn how to be an undersized center because we couldn't count on Zubats. And this is not me throwing dirt on Zubats. I no. have been his great proponent all season. Sure. Kawhi and um, Paul George had to learn out, how to be point guards he, from Chancey, Chauncey Bullops. From yeah, he's, Bullops he's outmatched. crying out loud. But Zubats is outmatched. And so I do think Ty Lue's going to make adjustments, and I do think we're going to make some moves, but I don't think our small ball lineup helps us against Aiton. I disagree. I, oh, I, I you think do? You think we should go yeah, small ball? I truly do because Ooh. I just keep seeing Zubats get outclassed by Aiton. I just keep seeing it every game. I Zubats was garbage versus Aiton in the regular season. So I, I think we go small, honestly. Be, I, I know Aiton is massive. I know that he's a true center and he's oh, the most so talented good, scoring center that we've faced. But Zubats just keeps showing me that he can't handle it. He can't handle it. So try something else. Try well, something well, else. He will. That's the one thing we know about Ty Lue. He's going yes. to try something else. He makes adjustments. Right? He makes adjustments. Oh, sure. So we're going to see what that looks like. For I'm sure. just here to remind you, Clipper Nation, we were down 0-2 round one, and we won. We were down 0-2 round two, and we won. We're the only team in NBA history to do that. We are once again down 0-2 again. How many times have we come back down 0-2? 100% of the time. Yeah. We've done it now we two it. out of two times. We love to do it. Underdogs. It's how we got here. It's how we got here, and I just want to remind you, here is special. Here is spectacular. Congratulations, Clipper Nation. I know you're frustrated. I know you are frustrated. It sucks losing. It does. But what doesn't suck is where we are in the Final Four. It really sucks if you're one of the 26 teams that is done for good, kaputs, who can't even play or suit up let alone lose to the Suns in a heartbreaker in the final .8 seconds with an alley-oop to Aiton. It sucks. But what doesn't suck is we're in the final four, baby. The Western Conference Finals for the first time, and here we are, 0-2. I mean, it's like everything No, but it's a two-game series. Part. It's a two-game no, series. No, it's not. No, you got <laughs> to win four. I would love a gentleman's backdoor sweep. Oh, would be funny. I would love to win in seven. I, I, I would just love to win, obviously, and we got to take care of business. Thursday night in Staples Center, I'll be in the building. Hollywood Hank, you'll be phoning on in location. From location in Atlanta, which is Hollywood South these days, or the past twenty five years or whatever it's been. But you're can we talk about your show or no? No, is no. It hush, it's hush. a commercial okay. I'm shooting. It's a commercial I'm shooting in oh, Atlanta. And we'll talk about it when it's all done. Oh, it's a commercial. I thought it was a TV show. No, no, it's a commercial. It's commercial. But we'll talk about it when it's all fun. done. I'm not allowed to talk about it. I signed to NDA. We'll talk about it when it when I get back and it airs. Well, I, congratulations. That's fantastic. Thanks, pal. All right. So, 
Thursday night, I'll be in the building. Thursday night, you'll be watching from afar, phoning in. I can't wait to talk to you then, Burbank Hank, uh, or Atlanta Hank. you got to think of something that rhymes from Atlanta. I'll give you Hank Lana? hours. <laughs> sure. It's <laughs> not great. Absolutely. It's, it's, better, it's better than Charity Stripe P. Atlanta Hank? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Burbank Sweet Atlanta? Georgia Hank? <laughs> Burbank to Atlanta. Sweet Georgia Hank. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have Georgia on my mind, but I'm going to have Clippers on my mind Thursday night, 6 p.m. That's an early start, Los Angelinos. You got to leave early. That's a harder rush hour. It's going to be wonky. We got to get there early. We cannot be like L Word fans and kind of waltz in in the second quarter. We got to be there. We got to be loud. We got to be proud. Oh yeah, this is this is the first ever conference finals home game in Clipper history. Oh my gosh, amazing! You're and you're gonna be there. I'll be there. I'll be oh, there for game three. Lucky I'll ducky. be there for game four. Woo. I will also be there, and I believe Hank. That means you'll be. You might be back for game six. I would wrong? be. Yes, I'll be back for game six. I well, will be there back for game go. six. We'll yeah. be back in the Vivid Seats Studios, Game 6. Excuse me, landofbasketball.com studios, Game 6. You'll hear it. We're down 0-2, but we've been here before. I didn't call it Dejaz Vu last time. I don't want to call it Deja Who. I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it just – we just did this. We can just do this. We did it. We got we this. Can, Small we adjustments. We literally did it to the number one seed. Small adjustments, and we win this past game, so we're going to win these next two games. I'm not worried about it. We I think beat we're the win best both. team in the NBA. Yeah, we I'm were not, down 0-2 versus the NBA's best. I'm not worried. I'm not worried either. Ty Lue did all of this intentionally. I don't think he lost these two games intentionally. But we do know that he lost the last two games of the regular season intentionally, and we all doubted him. Myself on this show, I doubted him, Hank. I doubted him, A.T. Hank. Atlanta Hank, whatever you're calling yourself, Ditlanta. We're not going back. I to doubted this bit, him, <laughs> and I was wrong. I was wrong to doubt Ty Lue. I was dead wrong. He was right. We got to the first Final Four ever. Before I let you go, Hank, and I know you got to go. Seeing Blake and Doc not make the Final Four, <sighs> and seeing the Clippers and Chris Paul sort of make the Final Four. Was it Doc's fault? Was it Blake's fault? Was well, it Blake and Doc's Do- fault? Do- there's a lot. It's well, it's not Blake's fault. It's not Blake's uh, fault that they didn't not make Blake's it. Fault. And and not for Blake's how fault. much you know, I love Blake Griffin. He's my favorite athlete ever. Ever. Um, in any I sport. think it would have really hurt if the Nets had made the finals and we did not, and Blake Griffin got a ring with the Nets. I think it would have been there would have been some bitterness with that suite. I would have. Sure. I, I would love for Blake Griffin to get a ring. I would cheer for him getting a ring. I would cheer for sure. the Nets, even even though I don't love some of the other players on the team. But I should have never left New but, Jersey. But I would have cheered. Oh, if they're the New Jersey Nets, I would have cheered for him. Um, I would have. I would have cheered for DJ and Blake getting a ring. But there. Sure. And, and I don't have anything against Doc. But watching how things ended up with the Sixers, it is easy to blame Doc. It's easy mm-hmm. to blame. It's easy to feel vindicated in our judgment of Doc as a coach, don't you think? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I almost think vindicated is the is the right terminology because maybe even Vin, what was his name? Vin Del Negro could have handled the Sixers oh, series well, better than Doc Rivers. Let's, that's I can now you're going fully crazy. say that Doc Rivers was to blame all these years. 
it wasn't. I, it was certainly not Chris Paul because Chris Paul's gotten to the final four now two out of four years without the Clippers. So he's done it half of the last, you know, half of the season since he left. So it clearly wasn't Chris Paul. Blake Griffin is not the guy that he was for us, right? He's now a role player. It was 100% Doc Rivers. And when we had that Celtics guy on and I said, I wonder if Doc was the wrong coach for the big three in Boston. I wonder how many championships they actually could have won. And he and he was like, yeah, pal. Oh, I drink my water out of a bubbler. Oh, going to Dunkin' Donuts and sucking down a parliament, which was loosely translated from Boston to English that he agreed with me, that Doc Rivers maybe wasn't even the best coach for Boston. Now, we're never going to take away Boston's championship run. They did it once. But man alive did Doc suck for the Clippers and watching him botch the number one seed. Neither of the number one seeds, Utah or Philly, are in. And one was because of Doc, and one was because Doc no, was but I mean, but, but also Doc Rivers got is getting these teams to the finals. I mean, or to, no. not to the finals. I mean, he's getting these teams like into the postseason. He's getting oh, them deal. into the second round. What is a big deal? It is no, a it big isn't. deal. You don't think it's, it's a big deal what he did with the Clippers and turned them into a winning franchise? You think that Chris Paul no. did that without a coach? I, I, honestly, it wasn't enough. I, I don't no, think it, it was wasn't, enough of a no, deal. No, it wasn't enough, but Chris Paul didn't make the Western Conference Finals with the Pelicans, and Blake Griffin didn't lead the Detroit Pistons to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like the, I, the, All I'm saying is vindicated Del Negro got oh, us into the playoffs. Please do not gloss Del Negro as, oh, no. <laughs> Stop he's not it. coached since, by the way. Just because he hasn't even coached high school ball I don't know since. how many times I have to explain this to you. Just because something rhymes does not make it true. Well, vindicated Del Negro doesn't <laughs> rhyme with anything. It. Let's wrap this up. This All go- right, Clipper Nation. <laughs> oh, two. Here we go again. Seriously, I know you guys are upset you wanted to steal one. We didn't steal one. But also, we didn't steal one. We didn't steal round one. Round one at home. No. We lost three in a row at home and still won that series. We didn't steal one versus the best team in the NBA and then did a backdoor gentleman sweep. And we did not steal one versus the second best team in the NBA. So don't worry. Clippers like this. We like to play like this. We like to play as underdogs. We like to play on the road. We like to be down. We like to have our backs up against the wall. We like to not be respected. We love it. So embrace it. Embrace it. And Clipper Nation, you were so great. Game six, round two is the best you've ever been. Yeah. We're going to need you to be even better. You got to be louder, Chris Wild. For your first ever final four home game ever. Ever. Oh, it's going to be nuts. Get me a t shirt. (laughs) It's going to be nuts. I'll get you a T-shirt. I'm wearing my Game Six T-shirt right now. That's not true, actually. I've taken it off. Oh, you better be. Studio. You better be wearing your dirty clothes. You've been. Did you wear your dirty clothes? Yeah. No, I did. And oh, you so, don't have to because so you lost. Because we lost Game yeah, One. Yeah, we lost. Okay. We lost Game One in Game Two. So now these. Now the spell is broken. So who knows? Oh, I'm actually going to just wear the whatever T-shirt they give me. Game Three, but Clipper Nation, congratulations! You are going to a home game for the first time in the Western Conference Finals. Welcome to the Final Four home game. Can't wait to get that home cook in Game 3. It's in less than 48 hours. Burbank Hank, we'll miss you, man, but we'll, we'll, we'll hear you on the air right after Game 3, I believe. Yeah, get, I get, get, to, get to your home studio as quickly as possible and call me, and I will be staying up to record with you. You better believe oh, see, it, buddy. Oh, I think I'm going to do it from the stadium. Oh, do oh, it. Pal. I'll be ready. Oh, buddy. Pal. I'll be ready. I'm, right. tra- I'm going with my travel microphone so I can do it. So, listen, for the first time ever, you're going to sound the horn as your new moniker 
at Land Hank, at George Hank, Burbank, Georgia, at Land Hank, did. Jesus, Bert, stop. Uh, oh, and then we get to curse. Remember, we get to curse after the horn. Oh, yeah. So here's the here's the southern <laughs> horn, first of all. Hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Now we're going to curse? Yeah. So just imagine for a second. Uh-huh. Did Paul George miss both of his free throws, then that inbound pass and the slam, and then we say, Mother buttholes, dick, dick, lickers, butt. You're just laughing instead of cursing. You're making me laugh.